listening to First Church Charlotte. It's good to be here tonight. I'm just a little nervous. Whenever I get behind this, I get a little nervous. But I'm very thankful for my pastor to have faith in me. I'll do my best. <laughs> it's good to have the bishop and Sister Elms with us. They're great people. Amen. Our pastor is phenomenal. Even when he's sick, he's on top of things. He called me, I text me and text me and text me. I'm like, okay, okay. Amen, amen. God is good. Well, I got to get comfortable. And the only way I know how to get comfortable is to tell you a story. It happened at a church. It's a uh, church secretary was at work and the phone rang and she answered the phone. And there's a man, he, he said, look, I want to talk to the, I want to talk to the hog of the, the trough. And she goes, excuse me? I want to talk to the hog of the trough. She goes, sir, if you're talking about our pastor, we don't call him a hog or anything. We call him a pastor. We call him a brother. You know, we call him, you know, Brother Nathan. I mean, a pastor. And uh, he goes, well, I was going to donate $50,000 to the church. And she goes, hang on. A little piglet just walked in the door. I was going to use Sister Tammy and Brother Nathan, but I thought I better not. <laughs> oh, I gave it away. Amen. God is good to us, is he not? Amen. To have a pastor like we have, a family that we have, and a church that we have. You people are great. You're awesome. But I'm going to bring the hammer down. No, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. I've got a lot of uh, scripture to read tonight, so if you just remain seated, just uh, open up your Bibles and your hearts, and we'll go into the word of the Lord, that God will bless it and, and, and lead me uh, what he wants to get through tonight. Amen? Um, I don't take this lightly. That's why I'm a little bit nervous, because it is the word of God, and I want us to grow tonight, and I want us to be strong tonight. I'll ask you right off the bat, forgive me of any personal reference, but I've got a couple stories I want to share with you, and um, it'll be a good time. Amen? We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to read starting in verse um, 11. Finally, my brethren, now you know this story. This is a very, very, very familiar story. So don't just turn your, your thinking off when you hear it, but hang in there with me, will you? Okay. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand." Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about, girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication, in the spirit and watching thereunto with all per perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. God, we thank you for your word tonight. 
We pray you'll bless it, bless our ears to hear, our hearts to receive it, our minds to understand it. Lead us and guide us in your word, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. One of the things that got me going in this direction of this message was I get a little tired and upset. Maybe y'all do too. I get tired of entertainment and people around me making fun of heaven and hell. It's like it's just nothing. It's just something out there and they're just making fun of it. They, uh, the other day I heard a guy say, well, when I go to hell, I'm going to take rule over there because I know what I'm going to do. And I'm thinking, you have no idea. You are totally, totally have no idea. And they were making fun of it. And I got into this and I thought, well, you know, we've got to understand that this is serious business. It is not something that we just make into a um, Wednesday night and Sunday gathering, Saturday get together, whatever. This is some serious uh, business for us. Um, the world today takes, doesn't take Satan and his forces at all serious. But the Bible teaches us we need to take it serious. Now, everybody here today that is in here tonight, I, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt you love God with all your heart. And I believe that you want to strive with a strong force of living for him. And I want to encourage you tonight. But I'm going to do it in a way of telling you that we've got to get our minds made up. Okay? The Bible teaches us um, in Ephesians chapter 6, it gives us a call to battle. It is calling us to battle. Why? Because this, this lifestyle, this way is, is a, uh, a threat to the enemy, if you will. But in reality, it is our way of life and it needs to be our way of life. So we need to know what to do. We need to have an idea. And God has given us that idea. But it's serious business. In, in Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and 12, the Bible says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. We got to be positive. We got to fight a good fight. Things are going to come at you, but you got to fight a good fight. Things are going to happen, but you got to fight a good fight. Amen? Amen. It's going to happen. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier for Jesus Christ. Hard times are going to happen. Yeah, I hear an amen? amen. Yeah, I know it. If you haven't had hard times, hang on, it's coming. But a good soldier will stand strong in that hard time. He will stand, and that's what the scripture is telling us to do. Stand strong. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. First of all, God has chosen you in here, each and every one of us, to be a soldier. Amen? It is an opportunity and a privilege to be chosen by God. There's millions of people out there, but he chose us. Amen? So we can't get so lost into the the little affairs of life that it damages us. It pulls us away. It, it causes us to get our minds in another direction where the enemy can attack us. Amen? Amen. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit, quit you like men and be strong. Don't give up. Don't give up. Amen. Somebody offends you, don't quit. Amen. 
somebody hurts you, don't quit. What does the Bible teaches us? We battle not with what? Flesh and blood. Okay? So if that person offends you, smile. God bless you and pray for them. That's what the Bible tells us to do. We got to stand strong. Amen? And in 1 Timothy chapter 1 again in, in, chapter, in verse 18, this charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which, which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. So obviously there is a good warfare. What it does is it brings victory in your life. Amen? We look at the scriptures and in, and in true Christianity, it tells us and shows us that this life is a fight. If you think it's the, the bed of roses and like they always say, you go into the clouds and you're going to sit there and you're going to have a good life or, or in this life today that God's going to bless you and bless you and bless you. He wants to bless you, but I'm going to tell you something. It is a warfare. It's going to happen. But I'm trying to tell you tonight is this right here. We have got to get our minds set not to give up in our battles. Amen. God has given us a lot of things. In Ephesians chapter 6, it tells us to be strong. We read it a couple times. It says, brethren, be strong in the Lord. Now, how can you be strong in the Lord? There's things you have got to do. There's things that you're going to do, I hope. Amen? And I'm going to give you some of those things tonight. Did you know that God gave us the armament of, I should say it this way, God gave us his armament. This armament that he gave us, the breastplate, the, the shield, the sword, all this stuff, he wore himself in battle. Now, wait a minute, brother, how can that happen? Have you been reading your Old Testament? I'm going to let you give you some ideas. Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 4. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with his rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he stay the wicked. God gave us the Holy Ghost for power. Isaiah 59 and 17. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate. This is talking about God. And a helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garment of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. God had this armament. He would go to battle, if you will, with this armament. Now, if you look at the armament, we're not talking about something physically in front of you. Now, when I taught Sunday school one day, I, I, I took in some items that I had uh, uh, for being a police officer. I had a bulletproof vest. So I showed them this was my breastplate of righteousness. Then I had a sword, a big old sword that I've got. And I said, this is the sword. And I laid it down and picked up the Bible and changed its place. And I took these things. But these things that, that were presented in here in the scriptures is not physical items. So what are they? They are our thoughts. It is our attitude, if you will. It's your mind. You have got to get a hold of these things and put them in our lives to become strong soldiers of God. It gives us a, vi a, a victorious attitude, if you will. And we take these things on to fight off the enemy. Now, we know Jesus has already defeated the devil. It's in Scripture. But his forces are coming at us every day. And we've got to be ready to fight. We've got to be ready to stand. We've got to have the mind frame. You know, 
I don't know if I'm saying it right, but they've got to have the mind set on these things. When I was a police officer and I went on vacation for about four days, which is very rare, <laughs> but I went on vacation. And when I got back, when we go and when, when we would go into the locker room and get dressed, we, we were sitting here talking to one another, other officers, and we're talking about the day. We're trying to motivate each other, encourage each other, you know, be safe out there, you know, think twice, do this and do this. And we're putting on all this uh, garment, uh, the, the bulletproof vest. We put on our, what we call our bat belt, you know, with all the stuff on it, you know, all the uniform and everything like that. And so we got in, then we'd go into roll call and we'd talk about the day, I mean, the night, what happened at the night. And we're getting our minds set for the day is what I'm saying. We, are, we know that at that time we're going out to the world, if you will listen to me, we're going out to the world in a warfare. Yeah. We're going to battle, okay? And we need to pray for our police officers. Amen. They, they're having it worse today than... I couldn't be one today. I could do that right now. But anyway, I got out and I got in my patrol car. I checked it out and I took off down the road. Now, I've been gone for about four or five days. And I had not completely put my mind in where it needed to be. So I pulled up to the intersection of Independence Boulevard and Conference Drive, which is not there anymore. But I pulled up and I'm sitting there thinking about, man, I had a great time. You know, it was a wonderful night. I mean, just a great vacation. All of a sudden, this car blows through the intersection. Red light. And I'm sitting there going, man, where's the cop when you need one? <laughs> so I look over and this lady's sitting over there going. I went, oh, no. <laughs> so I took off. I wasn't in the mind frame. I was totally in vacation. You know what I'm saying? I wrote him a ticket. <laughs> But I mean, this is what I'm saying. We've got to stay in this mind frame. If we get out of the mind frame, if we get out of this attitude that, that this is not a serious business, then the devil's going to separate us and he's going to pull us to the side and he's going to destroy us. So we've got to put on these, 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 these things, this armament that God has given us, the, 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 the helmet of salvation. I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful that I know that God, I got baptized. I got the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for that. But it gives me the strength in my mind that when somebody comes back, back to me and says, uh, that's not the way it is. Well, hey, wait a minute. I know it. I can tell you what it is. The breath spread of righteousness. It protects the heart, the lungs, this righteous living, this way to go. It protects us. Then when we are, when we do have a broken heart or something happens to us, God comes in and mends us. Amen. 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 Then, then, of course, we're shod with the, 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 the boots and the, 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 the shin splints. What the God can't think of the name right off the bat. It protects us. But what does it do? It gives us an opportunity to kneel and it doesn't hurt us when we kneel down to pray. Amen. And then God gives us the shield. And it said in the scripture, it said it, it wards off all the fiery darts of the devil. Not, it don't miss some here or there, you know. It wards them all, all of them off. Amen. So we got to take these things on. The loin, everything that God gave us has a reason and a purpose. And we take it in our minds and we get a hold of it. <clears throat> and we hang on to it. And it helps us to grow, to become the soldiers of Christ. We are in a battle. I don't know how many veterans we have here today. I, when I was in the Army, um, 
that was a stinker. <laughs> um, but we, we would go out. They would take us out to get us in a mind frame. Brother Rick's back there. He was an ex-Marine. No, I'm sorry. You're once a Marine, always a Marine. I know. I'm sorry. But they would take you out. We'd take us out into the, the woods in training. And we would go for two and three days without any sleep. They would not allow us to sleep. And I'm like, you know, I'm about to pass out here, you know. And when we uh, went on patrol early in the morning, at 4 o'clock in the morning, we had patrol, you know, had the Red Arm Army coming against us. And um, so our, our, our platoon leader stopped us, and he put us in a circle. And we all were facing out, protecting the circle. And I was leaning against the tree, you know, with my rifle, and I was sitting out, and I <laughs> went to sleep. And um, next thing you know, I felt somebody kicking my boot. And I heard all this noise, and I, and I opened my eyes. And this is no joke. There was a small tank sitting right there. The barrel was lowered down right at me. And here I got this little M16. And the guy in the turret was sitting there going. And I looked around, and my guys were running. We can't fall asleep. I'm telling you. I use this. I know it's funny. And that was funny to me. But I use it to let us understand we cannot fall asleep in this. If we fall asleep as soldiers of Christ, he, something's going to happen to us. And we'll fall asleep and we'll be destroyed or we'll be hurt. Or our families will be hurt. Amen? God's not going to send a soldier, a weak soldier, into battle. He won't do it. Neither would the army. They teach us. They train us. I wouldn't be a Marine if I had to. I'm just kidding. Army Marine thing. There we go. But um, they, they would train us and train us and train us and train us. We would get all this training. Well, God's going to do the same thing for us. But he does it in a way of trials. I believe he sends trials your way to test your attitude, to adjust your attitude. Or your brain thinking, if you will. How, how, how did you handle this situation? Well, I didn't do too good. All right, he's going to send it again. And sometimes we get upset and we get mad at God. I say, God, you know, I, 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 listen, if you have not been blessed, and we're all blessed, I understand that, in a promotion, and you're like, I, I, I've been here 20 years and that person's only been here 10. The Lord might have moved in a way not for you to get that promotion. Why? Maybe because you were not prepared for it. Wait a minute, brother. Wait a minute. We're a child of God. Yeah, maybe so. But there's times that God will hold back a promotion for you or a blessing from you because you cannot handle it. We cannot handle it because he knows that it will destroy us down the road. He will hold back. <clears throat> there was a young man or a man that came to me. He was all happy and he was excited. He said, brother Ed, he said, God bless me. I said, well, great. And I said, what's going on? He said, I got this job, man. He said, it's three times my pay. It's going to be a blessing and everything. He said, the only thing is, is I got to work on Saturdays and Sundays. And I went, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And I mean, I'm not a prophet. I'm not somebody super spiritual or anything. But I mean, immediately I felt this, this unction come over me. And I said, wait a minute. Are you saying that this job's going to, you're not going to be at church anymore? And he goes, no, I, I got to be at work. I can't be at work. I said, so you're going to miss Sunday. This, this is when we had Sunday morning, Sunday night. He said, I won't be there Sunday morning, Sunday night. I might squeeze in there on Sunday night. I said, well, what about Wednesday? And he goes, no, nah, 
I got to work Wednesday. And I said, let me share something with you. And I said, you take it for what it is. I said, God does not bless that you miss church or you miss being with him. And eventually in time, it showed forth in his life. And unfortunately, he was smart enough to recognize it. And he quit the job. And he was able to come back and be stronger. And he got stronger and stronger in Christ. Amen. If we don't have this thought pattern or this understanding of, of a soldier that when things come against us, you know, we gotta, we've got to be ready to understand and say, no, stop. This is not good for me. This is not good for me. You know, this is not going to happen in my life. My family, no, it's not going to happen. Because we are, if we will, we are our soldier. We are the, the, the guards of our homes as well. Amen. But trials come. God takes trials and he makes us stronger with them. So don't get upset if you hit, get hit with a trial. Rejoice in it. And step back and say, okay, God, I messed up this one. <laughs> uh, if I got to go through it again, Lord, you got to help me through it. Okay? And, and if he does and you become victorious over it, as time moves on, as you become stronger and stronger, as we become stronger and stronger. Yeah then God moves us up to a higher place. There's, uh, there's people that told me one time, and I'll, I'll use him as an example. I want to be like Bishop Elm so much. No offense, Bishop, but I don't. I know some of the trials he went through, and I couldn't handle them. But he came through victorious. He was a strong saint, a strong soldier. But there's times that you look at people and say, man, I, I wish I could be like John. Man, John, said, he said, he's got such a sweet spirit. But we don't know what kind of trial God had to send him to get there. So we've got to be careful what we ask for on that part as soldiers. But God will bring the, they'll, the, he will bring the trials to, to strengthen us, to make us better. God brings us in training as well. He brings us others. And that's us. We need each other. I need you guys. I, I, get, I, I get a strength. I can't explain it. I don't know how to say it. But I get a strength when I come to the house of God. I love church, like Brother Anthony was saying. I love coming to church. I like seeing people smile. Sister Smiley. <laughs> Always got a smile on her face. That encourages me. When you hear, you know, it just, it's just an encouragement. We need each other. As, as, as an army does, they need each other. As the police department, we need backup. There was, and when I first got on the police department, a lot of guys did not want me to respond to calls for them because they really thought that I would not back them up. And I thought, I said, God, you're going to have to help me through this because I let them know that I will back them up. Now, you've got to watch what you pray for. Because when I said that prayer, it wasn't no more than a couple of nights later, a, a very bad situation arose. And um, uh, I had to go in with this officer to back him up and we had to take care of business. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to say it. <laughs> We took care of business. And he told me afterward, he goes, Ed, I'll be honest with you. He said, I didn't think you were going to help me out. And I said, well, look, if you need me, I'll be there. I'll back you up. And just like with my brothers and sisters, if you need me, I'll be there. All right? If you need something, I'll back you up. If you get a ticket, forget it. <laughs> Can't help you. <laughs> I used to, but not anymore. <laughs> oh, man. God is good, isn't he? He gives us power. The Bible said in his, and it said it in Isaiah 59, he, he breathed 
the breath. God gives us the Holy Ghost. It gives us the power. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, let me encourage you to get it. Amen. It gives you the strength. Yeah. I mean, it, it opens up the Word of God to you. It opens up, I mean, the spirit aspect, the mind frame of it. It's just, but it gives you the power to overcome. Yeah. And that's the power that it gives you to overcome. Not the power to, you know, to, to bring high fire and all that stuff down. But it brings you the power to overcome and become a strong soldier. Amen. Amen. If, if one of the things that, that, that they taught us in the army is, and they drew it in your, drilled it in my mind, was this right here. I'm not your mama. <laughs> they don't take care of you. You've got to do it. But it's the past. They want you to let go of that past. Your mama's not here. Your daddy's not here. Your brother's not here. Your sister's not here. You have, your, you have new brothers and sisters. Amen? We got to let go of the past. That's why we have freedom. Phenomenal class. It helps us to release the past and get our eyes focused on the forward. Amen? It is awesome. And I'm going to close, if, brother, if you'll come. I want us all to be strong, not to have something simple to destroy us. We have each other to pray for, to pray with, to strengthen, to have fun with. You know, the church is, church is more than just, um, just a get together. There is, there is a power that comes with coming to church, with being a part of a small group, being a you know just being a in into the blessings or into the work of God, there's such a blessing there. It, it takes your eyes away from the world troubles, I guess you would say, and it gives you a little bit better perspective. Amen. God's good to us. And we walk a walk that he wants us to walk, that is strong. He wants us to be strong. He wants us to stand strong. And my title was, and I don't know if I even said it tonight, are we at war? Are we at war? And the answer is absolutely. We can't just lay back and relax. A brother might be hurting. I saw a, um, I saw a, 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 a thing of World War II of the, these three men in a foxhole. And the enemy, they were on the flank side of the, the surrounding, and the enemy had moved around. And they got a call that the enemy will be attacking them in just a few minutes. Well, they recognized they were low on ammo. So one of the guys in the foxhole ran back to the CP and got ammunition for him. He loaded up the belts around his neck, over his shoulder. He grabbed the boxes of ammo, box of grenades or whatever. He, he was loaded down and he started back to the foxhole. And he noticed a couple guys sitting around warming up some coffee. And he went over there and he said, hey, can I have some coffee? He goes, they go, yeah, have a seat. So he sat down. He, he sat there and enjoyed that cup of coffee with these guys. And finally he realized, oh, wait a minute, I got to get this ammo to my friends. So he loaded it all back up and he hauled, hauled it all back up there. But when he got up to the hill, 
his buddies were dead. The enemy had come in. They had run out of ammo. He noticed that their weapons were empty. The bayonets were on the rifles. But their buddies, he had, he had not brought the ammunition in time. We can't get distracted. Our brothers and our sisters might need help. You know, if we're, if we're out there just, and I, I, don't, I don't mean this to be heavy. I didn't want it to be heavy. I want it to be encouraging. But I, I'm feeling that we, we need each other. This is not just a lifestyle. This is our souls. This is our, this is our eternity. And we got to hang on to it. We got to fight for it. We got to have it. Amen. Did I get it across? I, I hope you understand my, my, my feelings here. I love y'all. Let me tell you something. I wasn't born in this. I came into this and I thought you people were crazy. I really did. But y'all are the best people ever. I am closer to a lot of y'all than I am my own family. Amen. And we draw, we draw to that. I draw to that. I enjoy it so much. I enjoy it so much. I love y'all. And I, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm feeling the love that a pastor has for you guys. Because when I'm with him and I'm talking to him, he's constantly, I love him. And I love him. I love him. And now I know what he's talking about. I know. <laughs> Amen. Let's all stand. Are we in a battle? Are we in war? Yeah. But God has given us the armament. He has given us what we need. He has given us not only the armament on the outside and prayer, but he has given us his power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I want us to take just a few seconds where you are, where you're sitting at right now. If you can reach out and just put your hand on the shoulder of a brother or a sister. If you're by yourself, find somebody, please. We are family. Almighty God. Father, we thank you so much for your word tonight. We want to be the soldiers that you want us to be. We want to stand strong. And I pray for my brothers and my sisters right now, God. Father, that we take on this armament that you have given us. We take on this mind frame, God, that we're going to stand strong. You are our strength, Jesus. You are our power. And God, if we have trouble, we call upon your name right now. Thank you for listening to First Church Charlotte. If this podcast has blessed you, please rate it with four or five stars. By doing so, you will help others find our free podcast and bless them. If you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, come worship with us at 4929 North Sharon Amity Road. For information about service times, church ministries, and so much more, visit us online at firstchurchclt.com. If you would like to help support our efforts, please take Give to 704-445-5353. We pray God's richest blessings to you. Come, worship with us.